Hello, everyone. Welcome to the KW Maps Podcast Growth Edition, where you learn one specific strategy a KW Maps client implemented to sell more homes. Today, you'll meet Lance Welch, a real estate professional in Midland, Texas, who joined KW Maps just seven months ago. You'll learn why Lance invested in Maps Coaching, how he implemented the four conversations model, and how shifting his career to real estate allowed him to focus on building a team and running a business. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search KW Maps Podcast on iTunes. You can also go to kwmapspodcast.com. So let's get right into it and listen in on the interview with Lance Welch and Diana Kokoska. Lance, thanks for being with us today there in Midland, Texas. And, you know, I'm finding everyone writes their own story. Tell us your story. So before real estate, I was uh, I was basically a geologist without a degree. <laughs> I, uh, I, I like to, to say that I, I taught uh, actual geologists how the uh, the real world worked and, instead of just looking at books. <laughs> so... Um, I worked in the oil field. It was it was about eight years. Um, I had reached a ceiling literally within the first year of, of me working there. Um, so for the next seven years, I, I just I hated it. Um, it was really time consuming. You know, I'd I'd be asleep. I'd get a phone call at two a.m. and I'd have to drive to a, a well site location that could be anywhere between you know going to Dallas five hours away or or North Dakota, you know, twenty six hours away. Uh, so it took a lot of time away from, from my family. And, you know, at that time it was just me and, and my girlfriend who eventually became my fiance and then my wife. Um, but I, I knew if, if I wanted to have kids in the future, I needed to be there for my family. I saw my brothers be gone for 340 days out of the year and not get to, you know, be with their kids. And, and I wanted that. I wanted to be with, with my future kids. So, um, after that, I, I decided to make a change and, and I joined uh, KW in April 2015 and then MAPS coaching uh, in January this year. Well, good for you. Yet, you joined Keller Williams. How, how did you get involved since you were doing all this oil rigging everywhere? What caught you into real estate? Um, to be honest with you, I, I was driving home uh, with my wife uh, and we passed her for sale sign and I look at her and I go, you know, I've got that personality. I want to be with people. I want to meet people. I bet you I'd be really good at this. And I bet you I would love it a lot more than what I'm doing now. And she just started supporting me right away. Wait, now you just gave up your job and got into real estate. So it wasn't an overnight deal, that's for sure. Um, the light bulb clicked uh, real quick that that's that's what I wanted to do. I've always 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 had an uh, an interest in it. Um, it took some time, obviously, to get my my license, and I worked about six months uh, at uh, another place before I joined uh, Kelly Williams, doing part time, still keeping my current job and and uh, selling houses part time. And then it just kind of clicked one day that, you know, if, if I'm going to do this, I need to dive in. I can't just put one toe in the water. It's going to be really cold and I'm going to shiver, but I got to jump in. 
Okay, so how did you get <laughs> Keller Williams? So one of my uh, my best friends for the longest time, uh, he worked here. Um, I called him up and I said, "Hey, man, I'm I'm really thinking about doing this. Um, what what are your thoughts?" And the thing that kind of got me going was instead of talking to me over the phone and just, you know, throwing up Keller Williams all over me, (laughs) he he said, Hey, let's, let's talk. Let's meet. And he showed up at my house an hour later and we sat on my porch and talked for an hour and a half, almost two hours. Um, and that was what, what really got me involved because not only was he my friend, but he, he'd been instilled in in being here at Keller Williams that he needed to really take time for me and make it about me at that point. And it just opened my eyes and brought me around. What did that make you feel when it was all about you? It made me feel like someone cared about my future as opposed to what I was currently going through where, you know, you're kind of being run down by your boss and, and, you know, your boss letting you know, Hey, I'm, I'm the reason that your bills are paid. Um, very going from very degraded to feeling like you were, you're needed and wanted. Yeah. So it sounded like it was kind of top down where you were. It was extremely top down. (laughs) It was, I mean, it was corporate America. Um, it was a job where you wanted people to succeed. You didn't want them to succeed more than you though. Um, because people can be replaced very easily. So it, it was, it was not focused on building people. Whereas here it was focused on building people. And you knew that right from the start. So how did Keller Williams help you create a successful career? Um, it was through training, uh, you know, without the training, I believe you can learn things um, and and do all right. Um, uh, taking bold really helped me open my eyes and, and taught me how to run a business. Uh, the biggest thing is it perfect? Not not at all. Uh, it gave me a really great foundation very quickly, though. You didn't have bold come into Midland, though. No, we didn't. Uh, my first year here, uh, Bold was up there in Lubbock about, oh, it was roughly about 100, 120 miles away. It's about a two-hour drive. And did you just go by yourself? What, how did you get to that Bold? And how did you know you about know, that Bold? Our, uh, our, our team leader here, our, our OP up north, um, they let us all know about it. And there was about five or six of us from this market center that went up there uh, we would all go in our own cars you know I'm, I'm an early person so I wanted to get up there you know 30 minutes to an hour early and be ready and awake so I'd wake up at uh, at five and in the morning and start to drive and be there by uh, seven and and ready to go for our bold to start at eight a lot of times I would drive by myself and sometimes uh, I would have uh, a friend go with me that was that was going as well. Wow. So many people don't drive across town. What inspired you to drive two hours? 
I came into this business not really knowing or understanding anything. Um, and then all of a sudden this came along. I didn't know what bold was. I, I, I went to it without really knowing what bold was. Um, the only thing that I knew is my friend that took that time to talk to me outside of, out of my house that day, he told me, I think this would really benefit you. It's two hours away though. And I go, well, what else am I going to do? Sit here and stare at the wall and pretend to work <laughs> or drive two hours and better my business. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you're taking bold. How did you do? Did, did you ever get a foul? I did. Um, I got pretty close to, to fouling out. Um, little things that I learned, you know, I was, I was always on time in the morning. Uh, I, I, I didn't fully do my homework all the time in the beginning. And then I, I found out as, as a bold was going on that I was actually doing a lot better by doing all my, my weekly work, like right in the beginning. That way I could go play later. I, I'll do it now. Instead of procrastinating, like what like we I tell didn't. our kids, right? <laughs> yes. I was that guy out in front of the high school finishing his homework, and I realized I couldn't do that in the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've been to Bold three times. Do you do the homework mm-hmm. up front now? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what happened during Bold? What happened during Bold that? set your business apart and got you on the trajectory of where you're at? Um, you know, it, it really set a foundation for me on teaching me a lot of the basics. I realized in there that everything was getting back to the basics. It's not, hey, how much can you do in such a quick amount of time? This business is actually, you know, working three months ahead of time, 90 days ahead of time. Um, it taught me that it's it's not instant gratification. You have to work hard, and what you do today will affect you 90 days from now. Um, and and that the biggest thing that I absolutely loved was was the coach that uh, always taught everybody every every day during practice to put their socks back on. Yeah, putting your socks on right. That was John Wooden. He always went back to the basics, just like. Uh, this is a football, right? We always go mm-hmm. back to what it is that we need. And yet, you were sitting there and bold, decided to get a coach. Were you frightened to do that? I was scared to death. Um, how could I justify the the uh, investment? Matter of fact, for the first two years, I, I didn't believe in getting a coach at all. I thought it was a waste until I got one. <laughs> tell, tell me what happened. Um, so I set a goal. We, the person I came on uh, with, that was my friend, uh, we merged with another team in the market center. Uh, I saw a big change uh, right then, and we just started taking off. And I knew at that moment, going from a buyer specialist to a lead buyer specialist. How am I going to actually provide value to our buyer side team? I need a coach. I need someone that teaches me how to do this. Um, Teaches me how to push not only myself 
but everyone else to the next level and really build people. I mean, we can all, we can all learn how to write contracts. Um, it takes a coach to, to teach you how to really run a true life worth living business. And that's what I saw. That's, that's what changed it. A coach though. I mean, were you frightened at all? That's a pretty good financial commitment, right? I was scared to death. Uh, two things. That's, that's a pretty big financial commitment. I, I was af- afraid that my wife would, uh, would be mad at me spending that money. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't tell her at first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then she found out yet. She saw the, the production starting to go up. So she, she started going right there with me. The biggest thing that I was scared about was not only the financial commitment, uh, it was also having someone really hold me accountable. Um, That's scary, huh? It, it's very scary. I'm I'm a very prideful type person. Whenever whenever you have someone holding you accountable to goals that you set, um, and you didn't do something, it's it's nerve wracking, but it, it pushes you forward. Well, I know that being in business and you running it like a business, numbers have to be in there somewhere. Tell me how you use the numbers to help you catapult your business forward. Um, So I never, I never did anything with four one ones. It was a neat thing. I honestly, I didn't truly understand how, how to utilize uh, the four conversations. Um, she really dug down and stuck with, with my planning in the 411s and, and kind of took it to the next level of being accountable on that. Um, what I do is I fill out this form and send it to her every week before our coaching call. Um, when I fill it out, I'll have, after our, our call, I'll have that 411 sitting in front of me the entire week. Um, kind of not one of those set it and forget it. So I have it right there next to my keyboard. I know if I put it on my wall, I'm not going to look there. I know I have to type. So I put it right there and I track what I did last week versus what I'm currently doing now. Am I on track for goal? I'm not. Well, that means that I don't get to go home uh, to lunch today to see my kiddo. And that was a choice that I had to make. Wow. So how is important is it to keep it in front of you so you see it day in and day out? It's extremely important. Beforehand, I would write down, I want to do this many transactions this year that equals this dollar amount for my family. And then it would go in a drawer and I would never see it. And then we're eight months into the year and I go, where am I? I don't even know how many contracts I've, I've had. I have no idea. Having this in here, it allows me to account for uh, fallout and allows me to account for people who don't show up to their appointments, contracts that fall through. It allows me to understand that these goals that I'm setting, these weekly appointments that I'm going after, is all to hit the goal that I originally set in the in the beginning of the year without ever having to falter. And I can... I can 
get back on course real quick. Well, and filling out those four conversations, having your numbers mm-hmm. present in front of you all the time, you do that for your coach every week? You send in your numbers? Yes. How does that coach use your numbers then to help you? Um, one of the biggest things she does is we have on there, uh, you know, my homework from the last week. We have uh, challenges, updates, questions for this week's call, and a plan of action for the for the next week after the call. So what she does is she looks at my goal that I put down for the week. She looks at what I've uh, accomplished, and whenever whenever I'm shy of hitting my goal, she immediately knows how to pull out why that's the case. What excuses am I given? Or did really life get in the way? And how do we get back on track? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, go ahead. I apologize. Oh, no, that, that was all. <laughs> so, so what's working better now? I mean, you've got the 411. You've got the four conversations uh, from the Career Growth Initiative. You're using all these numbers. Are there any other models and systems that you've put into place that have helped you? Um, honestly, that's the biggest thing that we've been focusing on so far this year is, is the four on ones and staying consistent. Excellent. Uh, well, I know your production has gone up. Talk to us about mm-hmm. your production and how important is it to have that family life? You know, it's extremely important to me. It's really the only thing that matters, and it's the reason I wake up and, and do what I do every day is for that family. Um, now, going over, you wanted to go over my production numbers. Is that what you're asking? Sorry. Yeah, if you want to talk about that, okay. that would be great. Okay. Yeah. So what I had is, is I I got my license in 2014, um, and... I was at another place for six months. I, I sold I sold two units in those six months. I was in income of about four thousand. That was scary. Um, yeah. The, the best thing about that, though, there was a silver lining. I'm I'm an extreme glass half full kind of guy. So I looked at that and I go, I only sold two units in six months. I had an income of roughly four thousand dollars. That also allowed me to leave my uh, job at the time and kind of dive in. So the, the next year with, with KW, uh, I did 20 units, um, around 84,000 in income. Uh, and then the very next year, after having taken bold twice, we, we merged, uh, with the, the new team or much bigger team, much more fun now, uh, up to 28 units and one, it was one big property, uh, I have an income of $199,000 and a, a production level of $13 million. So I had a growth of, I believe it was 111% in six months. Yeah, $115,000 more in your pocket. That's a pretty good growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I was happy. <laughs> yes. And now you're on track to do, uh, you'll do over 200000 easy, right? That's I'm on track for that, and around 45 to 50 transactions is what we're looking at right now. 
So here you you started out with doing a couple of units, and then you come to Keller Williams, and then it goes up, and you get a coach, and it goes up, and you continue to coach, and it goes up again, and you're going to be doing over 200000 this year. Congratulations. And the biggest thing I want to congratulate you on is the fact that you have a life and that your family is so important to you. Talk to us about what you can do now for that family that you couldn't do before. So before, whenever I had any time off, um, I, I would feel guilty. I would feel extremely guilty. I would go to lunch and feel guilty because I wasn't working. Um, that's just not a way to live. You know, I would be spending time with the family and feel like I'm not providing for them, yet I'm spending time with them. Um, I realized, especially through coaching, especially this year, is that whenever I'm doing everything consistently on a daily basis, then I'm not going to feel guilty when I have time off. And that's how it's been. You know, I'll go to lunch. I'll, I'll see my wife and my little newborn, and I won't feel guilty about it. Um, I'll hit my goals and uh, go golf with some friends on the weekend, and I won't feel guilty about it. Before, I felt like just a horrible person. And that's what I, I realized through this is when I'm consistent and I'm hitting those goals, it's allowing for a lot more time off than I ever expected, and I don't feel guilty about it. You know, there's the saying, persistent will get you there, and being consistent will keep you there. And so what did you do to be persistent, though? You went, you went to bold. You got a coach. What did you do to get you there? I put everything, I'm a very, excuse me, I'm a very visual person. Um, And so I had to put everything in front of my face. I put on my computer screen a picture of my kid. Uh, Before she was born last month, uh, I've had a picture of my pregnant wife. I have a vision board next to my uh, computer of all the things I want to achieve. And that's what was pushing me to get there. And as of last week, we knocked off the final thing for, for this month, this year's vision board. And I would not have gotten there if, if I didn't have it in front of me and, and realize that I needed to you know, do what my coach is, is telling me to do to, to help and, and stay consistent. Without that, there, there was, there's no goal to go for without having it in front of me. So you were this guy that didn't like top down, and yet now you've got mm-hmm. this coach, and you just said you do what the coach says to do. Mm-hmm. What's what's the difference? Do you feel top down with your coach? Not at all. It goes into I'm a very big football guy, uh, so the term coach to me means something completely different. Uh, to me, the term co- coach somebody that. Uh, that builds you as a person and makes you better and pulls out the qualities that you're actually really good at. Um, also, I have the choice of not doing what my coach uh, suggests I do to meet my goals. She's holding me accountable for my goals, not her goals for me. Um, and I think that's the biggest difference. So it sounds to me like you've grown as a person as a mm-hmm. father, as a husband, and as a businessman. How do you see yourself now compared to who you were when you first got into real estate? 
before I got into real estate, like we were talking about, it was very, very top down and I didn't want to help anybody to be better than I was. Um, now I want to be around leaders that build other leaders, right? When we get someone as a buyer specialist on our team, I want them to crush my goals. I want them to be better than I ever thought I could be. And that's all I can see myself doing in the future is, don't get me wrong, I love selling houses. I want to help more people with their goals than anything. I want to coach them to their full potential. That's where I get true happiness. I I can see a a future MAPS coach here for certain, and you can hear (laughs) the passion in your voice. So let's say that you're talking to a bunch of agents that were like you Mm -hmm. a few years ago. What advice would you give to them? I'd say work hard now so you can play later. later. Don't play catch-up. That was the biggest thing that happened in the beginning for me was playing catch-up, not doing my bold homework (laughs) until the day (laughs) I got there to class. Um, you know, it really all depends on their personal goals in general. Um, I've noticed though, because I was that person and occasionally I catch myself still being that person. Uh, you know, when people are walking around and talking to a lot of people and not doing any work, it kind of means to me that they, they need some guidance. Um, yet they might not know that I didn't know that I needed it. I just thought I was burning some time. So I would say work hard now. So you can play later and and you don't have to play catch up. Great, great advice. Lance, thank you so much for your time today. We so appreciate you. And we know that you are headed to being a fabulous father. And you'll have to send pictures of that little one. I sure will. Yes, ma'am. So there you have it. Lance, thank you so much for being on our podcast and for taking time out of your busy day to educate our listeners about your experience and the specific strategies that will help any KW agent sell more homes. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search KW Maps Podcast on iTunes. You can also go to kwmapspodcast.com. As always, success is simple, not easy. And with that, we'll catch you next time on the KW Maps Podcast, Growth Edition. Take care.